Hello Queers, welcome to Movies a la Queer. This is Sarita Ramirez and in this episode I am going to talk about Fifty Shades of Fucking Grey because I watched this movie on Valentine's Day evening with my beautiful girlfriend after our plans were canceled to go to New York to have this fabulous paleo-friendly restaurant dinner and it all got fucked up thanks to the weatherman. So thank you, Weather Channel, for telling us it's going to snow three to five inches when it actually didn't snow shit. But thanks again. Anyway, upside to this, or whatever you want to call it, was having to watch Fifty Shades of Grey in the movie theater where there's like fucking 15-year-old kids and their little boyfriends coming in to watch it with them. Really fucking awkward. Then I had a couple in the back (laughs) behind me who was like saying, ooh, yeah, he's intense. Or, ooh, he's so good looking. Right next to her husband. I don't know. It was a pretty interesting experience. But let's talk about the film. Fifty Shades of Grey is a 2015 American film directed by Sam Taylor Johnson, and it stars Dakota Johnson as Anastasia Steele, the college graduate English lit major, and Jamie Dornan as Christian Grey, the uh, businessman executive guy of Grey House. Now, I've never read the, the books. I stayed away from it. And yes, I am someone who did read the Twilight series. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I read it in high school. I was into it in high school because I didn't know any better. I didn't know anything better than, you know, what was actually good writing. I always believed J.K. Rowling was good writing. And that is good writing. And then I was reading fucking Twilight. And I thought, okay, this is not as good writing, but it's interesting. And I, you know what? I wanted to go into this film, Fifty Shades of Grey, with an open mind. I knew that it was about, you know, quote unquote BDSM and that it was about these two people who meet and fall into some type of weird relationship. Some might call it, you know, sadomasochistic relationship. So I knew that something was going to go down. And I avoided all types of reviews. I didn't see any of my favorite reviewers, you know, reviews about this film. Because I didn't want to get sidetracked or get biased opinion about it. So I go into this movie theater knowing, okay, I'm about to watch this film that's going to probably really, 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 really be as fucked up as the Twilight films. And this is no offense to Kristen Stewart or Robert Pattinson, but those characters, I can only imagine how fucking hard it was to even act as those characters because those characters were written without really having a soul. They were so lack of depth in characters like Bella Swan and Edward Cullen that I can only imagine how this story written with the inspiration of Twilight's characters were to be happening. And that is exactly what I got. For example, you have Dakota Johnson, who very pretty. I mean, these two actors, Dakota and um, Jamie Dornan, they're they're very attractive people. Yes, they could pass as any day people also kind of like Robert and you know Kristen Stewart which I thought that to just you know resemble two people you know a businessman and this college student who's about to graduate from English literature sure they can definitely you know fit the stereotype of these two you know American people who just look very okay they look very ordinary 
and yes, these two are very attractive people. Do they have actual chemistry on screen? I don't know because I was more focused on this really weird, um, really weird dialogue that were between them. And there were even moments in the scenes where, and I'm not spoiling anything, but there's a moment where they're together and fucking Dakota Anastasia wakes up from this drunken night and here's fucking Christian Grey telling her yeah well I had to go buy her clothes because you were all vomiting there was all vomit over them and you can hear people laughing in the movie theater and I'm like haha okay that was kind of funny and then he just automatically just gets on the bed in front of her like like saying something weirdly sexual type of euphemism thing and I look at Danielle and I'm like well that escalated quickly because there was really no type of like led up to like there was no there was no introduction for there to be any type of sexual thing in there I mean he just told her that you were just vomiting all over yourself and he had to undress you first of all speaking of which I think that a lot of people, and I, I mean, I'm just saying this as someone who was in a movie theater, experiencing watching this film in the movie theater alongside with people who were enjoying it, because I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy this film. I did enjoy this film. I was annoyed by the ending. I was annoyed by the beginning. But did I enjoy it? Yes, I, I very much enjoyed this film. What I, what I don't understand is as I'm watching this film and I'm seeing this really weird relationship between Anastasia and Christian and how he's pretty much fucking stalking her all over the film. And, I, and then he says something like, you know, I'm always going to be with you. And I hear people like, oh, oh, that is so sweet. And you're just like, look, I just want to like look at them and say, are you fucking kidding me? This guy is practically stalking her cross country and everyone's like oh that is so cute i can only imagine how the responses were to the actual books and why they sold so much because this is pretty pretty weird creepy borderline well not even borderline stalking this is actual stalking that he did and their relationship throughout the film i mean he's telling her i want to get into this room of pain this bdsm wannabe relationship and she's obviously reluctant and does not want to do it but somehow she ends up doing it anyway to please him to the point that he ends up punishing her and she starts crying and hating it but yet he finds a way to you know get get her wanting to do it or not wanting to do it it's just a really twisted thing i don't know if this is how the readers felt while reading this book this series but at the end of it i asked my girlfriend danielle like okay so what actually does happen like can you spoil the rest of it for me because i want to know what actually happens and she tells me what happened which i'm not going to talk about but i feel like this this is a very very weird fucked up way to look at a relationship and definitely a fucked up way to look at bdsm for someone who does not practice bdsm i am not dominant or submissive by any way but the fact that there's a contract in this film that he wants her to sign and then any does she doesn't end up ever signing it at least i don't know if this is what's supposed to happen in the book but she never fucking ends up signing no contract that she's going to be his submissive and then he she has to eat and drink things that he has her do and she can't drink alcohol or smoke uh, you know to an excessive amount or do anything that's harmful to her body or he will punish her as in bend her over and fucking hit her with a belt many times until she like collapses i don't know i thought that this film 
was very interesting. Entertainment-wise, yes, I would definitely watch this film as, as though it's entertaining. But to say that this is actually a romantic film, no, I don't think this is a romantic film at all. I think this is, if anything, a psychological fucked up film that definitely twists what romance is. I think that people should really kind of understand and those that are making this film out to be something that it's not. It's not a romantic rom-com or even a romantic drama film. I feel like this film and the story of a, of a woman who does fall in love with Christian Grey, but Christian Grey only shows that he's interested in her if she submisses herself into being this submissive fucking person under his control, which kind of borderlines abuse. And I don't know if I would call it a romantic film. So should you watch it? Sure. Would it be at the movie theaters? No, I would wait for this to come out, you know, in DVD or online demand, wherever's cheaper. I don't think that this film is definitely worth, you know, $21 of a DVD or Blu-ray or whatever you guys watch. I feel like this film is definitely interesting and I would definitely watch it with a group of friends to poke fun at it and to, I guess, stare at, you know, Dakota Johnson's boobs nipples, as my girlfriend said, but I would not actually promote this film as a romantic drama by any means. So I'm Sarita. This is Movies Queer. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you next episode. Bye.